Hey guys, this is Anna. So before we get today, get on with the show today, let's hear from our sponsor. All right, everybody, this is the Ramblings of a Transgender Christian Podcast. I am your host, Anna Hudock. So yeah, we definitely have a, we don't have a whole lot I want to talk about today, but we do have a few things. So let's kind of get the serious stuff out of the way first. Um, so. I was, you know, I, I've been raised as a Christian my whole life. Um, you know, I, I mean, I've always, you know, like I was literally basically born into the church, you know, like I can't remember time not going to church outside of, you know, like the first two years of going to high school. And of course now, you know, the last eight months. Um, but you know, pretty much I've always gone to church always been raised as a Christian, you know. I remember, you know, my parents reading to us Bible stories, you know, at bedtime and all that stuff. But even then, you know, there are still, you know, things that I, at age 22, still have never heard about the Bible. Uh, mainly because a lot of the stuff that, you know, I haven't heard about weren't very convenient for certain people to talk about. And I have really been discovering this in this past year or so. Uh, just how many things have been purposefully kind of hidden away from me. And a few days ago, I discovered something that really angered me. I mean, really angered me that it was hidden about the Bible. Um, I do not have an exact verse. I do not remember the reference. I'm going to be straight up with you. Um, if you really want to, I will try to find it and remember to put it in the show notes. But who knows if I will actually remember to do that or not. Um, but basically, there is a Bible verse that talks about terrible parents. And it, it directly says, you know, fathers do not provoke your children to wrath. You know, so saying, hey, parents, don't be fucking douchebags to your kids. Don't lead them to anger because you fucking suck as a parent, you know? Don't abuse your kids, you know? <clears throat> if the kids are wrathful towards you or, you know, truly angry to you, like, not, not necessarily like a one-off thing, but like, you know, if that is a consistent attitude to you, too, that is a major indictment of you as a parent. And not only that, God is actually going to hold you accountable for that. Okay? Kids are not inherently, do not inherently harbor anger and hatred towards their parents. It's actually in a kid's nature to love and trust their parents. If it gets to a point where the kid cannot trust her parent, if the kid only feels anger and distrust towards her parent, that means the parent fucked up something pretty mightily at some point. Like, systemically fucked up. Like, that, like that, that, that's what they're known for. Like, shitty at, like, and it usually means ever fucking abusive. And... Yeah, and I was never told about this verse. But you better fucking believe it. You know, I was always quoted the verses, you know, honor your father and mother, you know. Um, and there was another verse. I, 
forget what it was, you know, children obey your parents and everything, you know. And I and I and they and this is how my parents were able to get away with abuse because biblically, according to you know them and the church, I was just expected to put up with the abuse and be the good child. Sure, even if your parents are fucking abusive and making your life complete utter hell, and you know, uh, you want to commit suicide because we're not helping it, you know, because we're actively making your life so much worse. Um, you just gotta put up with it because that's what the Lord commands. It's not the parents' responsibility. No, it's the kids' a bit of responsibility to just put up with it. Sorry. Sucks to be you. You know, but hey, if you just put up with the abuse, you know, and don't get angry and just always love them. Don't ever feel anger. Don't speak out against it. Maybe you'll get, you know, extra rewards in heaven, you know. And now it... it in fact, the Bible actually says, you know, it's don't provoke your children to wrath. You know, and I talked in the last episode, you know, how I almost murdered my dad in cold blood just because, like, he created in me such wrath towards him, you know. I ended up with so much animosity against him because of how abusive he was towards me and my siblings. So this entire time, it wasn't my responsibility to just put up with it and just, you know, honor your parents at all times, you know, don't speak out against it and all that shit. It was their responsibility to not lead me down to a path like that. And they utterly failed because... It's just that much, because apparently it's just that much easier to be an abusive asshole than actually give a fucking shit about your kids. I, 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 I just can't. I just can't. Just... The anger I have felt in the last few days... Over finding out that this verse existed. And that I was lied to my entire fucking life. I mean, this like... What, what the fuck do you say? How the fuck am I supposed to respond? Like... It's just so much to... Like... I don't know. Like... I don't even know what I'm really supposed to feel. What I'm really supposed to think about this. Just... One more way that, you know, out of so many ways, that the Bible was used to harm me instead of build me up. You know? The Bible's always been that justifier of abuse. The justifier of shitty behavior. And if I did not know it wasn't, you've been punked. Oopsies. Like, I know I said this many times over, and I'm but like, I'm going to be saying this many times again. What the fuck am I even supposed to think about the Bible at this point? What am I even supposed to believe at this point? Like, just about everything I was ever taught 
was a fucking lie. You know, like, while I definitely intellectually know that, you know, that, you know, Jesus is Savior, you know, he died on the cross, resurrected, and came back to life three days later, you know. You know, so, we, you know, we could, so you could save us from our sins, you know, like, I know intellectually that's true. And there's a huge part of me now, just because, like, I am discovering so much about how I was just blatantly lied to about, but it's just like, is that really true, though? Like, if my parents, or, you know, and the church were lying to me about all these other things, why couldn't they be lying to me about this? Maybe I'm just being bamboozled again, you know, and believing this. Maybe there's nothing to this. Like, once again, I know that there is, and I've had too many, you know, spiritual experiences. I'm not going to lie. I've really been struggling. I mean... A lot over the last year or so, but mostly over these last, you know, I don't know, few months really. These last few months, I'm going to be honest, have been fucking brutal to my faith. Um, just so much has been being learned and unlearned. And I mean, especially since like the last few months, I've just been learning so much. And uh, it's getting hard to believe, I'm being honest, it's... Just like, I have been lied to about so much. It's hard to believe in anything about the Bible anymore. I'm just being straight up. It's hard to believe anything it says anymore. Just because all this bullshit lying that has been used to hurt me. And I've seen how it hurts has hurt so many others. Especially my younger sisters. I don't know, like, I just don't know how to move on with this knowledge and all the other things I've learned and still believe, like, I'm trying to. I just don't know how I'm supposed to. I wasn't given the tools for any of this. What I was given, always given, was tools to just kind of get in line and just accept, you know, the fucked up evangelical narrative. Of the Bible. You know, back when everything made sense, everything seemed so certain, you know? As opposed to this, which isn't certain. Not everything makes sense anymore. Like, I don't know. I just. I don't really know how to move on from a lot of this. <clears throat> I don't know. There's really nothing more I can say, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll just move on. Because, I mean, there really isn't anything else I could say. So, um, yeah, so I found this article um, just today. I mean, shortly before I started recording. I mean, this was not long before I started recording. Um, I was at the library, and I just happened to find this article um, on Twitter from LGBTQ Nation. Um, once again, you know, like usual, like, um, since we started Season 2, you can find the links to any article, tweet, or whatever I mention 
Um, and, you know, or just basically anything I mentioned, really, uh, that is worth mentioning uh, in the show notes. You, so you can read the article yourself. Um, but anyway, the article from LGBTQ Nation is titled, Evangelicals are giving each other tips on, quote unquote, surviving the rainbow onslaught during Pride Month. Oh dear God. The, 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 the evangel- there is not enough copium in the world for these evangelicals right now. Especially after her Lord and Savior, Donald J. Trump, um, lost the election. Like, holy shit, the copium ran out very quick for these fuckers. Uh, holy shit. Alright, so what 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 are these um sad little evangelicals saying about the LGBT community now? <sighs> Alright, starting at the article. Evangelical Christians are discussing tips on surviving the rainbow onslaught this year now that President Joe Biden is flying rainbow flags and hiring LGBTQ people. Oh no. Oh no. Not hiring LGBTQ people. Oh, that's what Sodom and Gomorrah got destroyed for. The rulers of her countries hiring LGBTQ people. Oh no. How horrible. <clears throat> oh my god. Alright, moving on. Uh the world the world is upside down. When American pride is something we should apologize for, but sexual perversion is the stuff of parades, said Family Research Council FRC. Um, President Tony Perkins on his Pray, Vote, Stand webcast. And by the way, yes, Pray, Vote, Stand is in all capitals. Because, you know... (laughs) That's what big boys do when they want you to know that they're meant to be taken very, very seriously. You know? (laughs) Pray. Vote. Stand. (laughs) All caps. Because you know, we're fighting a serious spiritual battle against Treating other people that are different than us like human beings. Yes, the devil. How horrid of, you know, fighting against the devil's schemes of seeing LGBT people as human beings. Yes, it is a very demonic plot to treat others with basic human respect. The Lord wouldn't want us to treat others as subhuman who are different. Yes, I'm certain of that. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, anyway. Uh, but no. Uh, taking on his quote now. So first off, you know, like. Just to ask any of these motherfuckers. Um. Whenever we talk about American pride, what exactly do you mean? And, and I mean, give me specifics. What is it we're supposed to be prideful over? Because here's what, what it is in my experience. In my experience, what American pride always means to these motherfuckers is celebrating the existence of the Ubermensch. 
for straight, white, cisgender, uh, Christian, rich male, the greatest among us. Alas, we queers and, you know, racial minorities or whatever, you know, there is, you know, poor people, you know, anyone who's not that group are, are but mere shadows of the glory that is the straight, white, cisgender, Christian, rich male. All oh, glory to the cishet white male. All oh, glory be. Um, but no, uh, the, 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 that's what these fuckers always mean at the end of the day once you pin them down on something. Because usually what they'll do is like, well, you know, America, how great it is. The land of the free, the home of the brave. Okay, but what does that mean? You know, let's, uh, let's take a look. <clears throat> How, uh, so, how good has that been for, I don't know, black people? Um, let's see. Um, anybody who's not fucking Protestant, you know, just saying. Uh, this country wasn't exactly the best towards Catholics for the longest time. Certainly not to atheists, agnostics. M- Muslims is still definitely not anywhere close to good for. Holy shit, no. Um, you know, is it good to uh, immigrants, especially those who are different colored than white, what we consider to be white. Um, how about queer people? Um, women? Not exactly been the land of the free, um, you know, the land of opportunity for those folks, uh, historically. And let's be honest, even to this day, for most of these groups. Um, how about for those? Um, yeah, I know, no, no, no. And you notice that all of these people, you know, whenever they talk about what makes America great, it's always about the white, straight, cisgender, heterosexual, you know, uh, heterosexual male, whatever, you know, rich, white male experience. They never talk shit, you know, they never mention anything to benefits, you know, that it falls under, you know, the black experience, the queer experience. You know, it's always, you know, everything that makes, you know, that privileges, you know, the straight, white, cisgender uh, rich male, Christian male experience. That's who they mean when they say, what they mean when they say American pride. Um, and no, nobody, now, in, now let's talk, you know, let, 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 let's be extraordinarily generous to Tony Perkins. Um, and say he's just really, you know, and let's also throw aside the fact that, you know, the American dream is a complete fucking bullshit. Now, let's pretend, you know, that, you know, these, bullshit concerted talking points are true that America is truly this wonderful land of opportunity for everybody, you know. It's truly the land of the free for everyone and all that bullshit. Let's let's just pretend. Um, you know, just for the sake of this discussion, let's, you know, give him everything that he would claim. Um, very few people are saying that, you know, American pride, that, you know, loving America is necessarily bad. No one is saying that. Um, you know, and even, and even, you know, when we look at how America really is, still nobody is really saying that for the most part. You know? Um, very, I mean, not saying there are none, but for a minority, for a very small minority, you know? I'm <laughs> just saying. People, you know, most Americans don't hate being Americans, and that includes the lefties. Yes, even the communists, you know, just saying. 
I mean, don't get me wrong, ass with no many communists, you know. But there's even conservatives who hate America. So it's just like, this person, he, this fucker, he is trying to sit here. Like, what he's trying to do is say that the left hates America. But here's the thing. I'm going to be straight up with you. I have met far more, you know, far-right figures, you know. Especially, you know, if I was on, like, the alt-right or whatever, who hate America. Far more than, you know, that I've listened to and met far more of those fuckers than I have anybody who's on the left. I do know some who fucking hate America who are on the left, but I have met far more on the far right who hate America than on the far left. And I know a lot more far lefties than I do far righties. So, just saying. So, 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 so this fucking bullshit narrative, you know, about the left, which is what he's trying to push, that the left trying to make everybody hate America, is fucking bullshit. It's bull, like, I'm sorry. Right-wingers hate America, too. So, wait, wait, what you, what you, what you saying, Tony? What you saying? Um, and also, like, no, gay sex is not sexually perverted. Go fuck yourself, buddy. There is literally no evidence for this. And, oh, I forgot, you don't give a shit about evidence. You you give a shit about the Bible, which also doesn't say that it's gay sex is a perversion. Hate to bring it to you, Tony. But, no, the Bible doesn't. Go fuck yourself, buddy. Um, this is not up for debate at all. Um, so, yeah. Um, congratulations on still in the year 2021. Being so fucking bigoted and removed from reality that you're willing to say that. But hey, you know what? I'll give you credit. You got balls. You definitely got some balls um, for saying that. And you know what? I applaud that. I would rather have a fucker be openly honest and say that kind of bullshit than, than sit there and hide it behind a bunch of dog whistles. Because then I know what kind of a piece of shit you are, that you are a plague to humanity. Anyway, and um, that I don't want anybody, I will do every everything I can to make sure that nobody listens to your sorry ass. <clears throat> anyway, uh, moving on. You can't turn on television, shop for cereal, or scroll through Facebook without being hit over the head with LGBT pride, he complained. Thanks to woke. Corporate America and our most radical administration in history. There's no escaping the left's fourth sexual revolution. Oh. Oh, no. You can't shop for cereal without, uh, without seeing LGBT pride. Oh, what is this world coming to? Oh. Oh, no. I am so sorry, Tony. I truly am. I truly am so sorry that you can't escape the fact that other people who are different than you exist. It must be so damn hard. You know, and to all of you, you know, my fellow queers who are listening, before you sit there and mock this poor soul, just imagine, just imagine you had to acknowledge that straight cisgender people had to exist. Just imagine that. Wouldn't that be fucking horrifying? Wouldn't it be horrifying to have to admit and acknowledge and see everywhere straight, you know, 
straight people, you know? Wouldn't it be horrifying to see heteronormativity everywhere? Wouldn't that just be fucking horrifying? So just put yourself in his shoes, you know, before you sit there and mock this poor soul. It must be so hard to see for one month a year LGBT pride stuff everywhere. It must truly... I can't even imagine how horrifying, how hard that must be to see others that don't, aren't just like you being acknowledged and celebrated for putting up with the bullshit that you put them through for hundreds of years. Oh, woe is Tony Perkins and the straight cisgender race. Yes, the poor persecuted straight cisgender people. Life has been very rough on them. We, 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 we shall forever sit here in awe of the bravery that they have done all these years to push back against the LGBT agenda. Oh, wait. Wait. Why again are we supposed to give a fuck about you guys? How are you to ex- see that we exist when you've been sitting here persecuting us for hundreds of years? Oh, yeah, no. Oh, wait, we don't. Fuck you, buddy. Yeah, oh, you're complaining about it going to the cereal aisle and having to see LGBT pride? Bitch, I can't wait for the day where you can't go fucking anywhere without seeing it in June. You know what? I don't give a shit about it. I don't support any of these fucking corporations and for obvious fucking bullshit pandering. Like, none of these fucking businesses believe it. I mean... I mean, McDonald's, Walmart, Amazon, you know, they have all of her shit, you know, colored with the rainbow and all that bullshit, you know. They have her pride displays. But they still give money to people who voted against the Equality Act. None of these corporations are actually give a shit about LGBT rights. At all. They just do it because it's a cynical money-making move. But you know what? I kind of hope that these companies these take for pandering even further just because of you. You know, you sad little fucker. I hope you can't go fucking anywhere. You know, if, if, if there's a day where it's everywhere. If you paint the fucking, you know, Walmart stores in rainbow. If they put, if they turn all the milk cartons, uh, carton stickers, you know, rainbow colored. You go into the clothing aisle, everything's a rainbow. You walk outside, and there are big rainbow displays literally everywhere. Just to fucking piss you off. Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't want to live in a world like that either. But you know what? If it brings you this much distraught just seeing a one fucking cereal, that Kellogg's Pride cereal... You know, it's it's enough for you to fly off the fucking handle. You know what? I say that we go all the fucking way. Just to fucking annoy you, you sad, pathetic loser. Goddamn, you fucking snowflake. I... I just can't anymore. (laughs) These fucking little snowflakes. 
Um, and then also, you know, what were the first threes left to sexual revolutions? Like, I have never heard this um, right-wing talking point. And I grew up, you know, in the far right, you know. I used to take Alex Jones seriously. You know, that's how fucking far right I was. You know? Um, and I've never heard that before, you know, like, uh, that this is, like, the different sexual revolutions of the left. Like, I always knew about, like, the 60s one, but never heard it. There were, like, three previous to this. Like, never heard of that. Anyway, uh, continuing on with the article. Perkins said that Pride Month, <clears throat> which now, quote-unquote, rivals Christmas... Ah, yes, the holiday where that they start advertising for in fucking August. And then they don't take shit down for until beginning of January. Ah, yes, that uh, one 30-day month of the year, you know, just 30 days of the year where we have LGBT stuff, you know, goes up on June 1st, gets taken down on June 30th, you know. Um, that rivals, you know, the, f what would it be? One, two... Yeah, like the four fucking month, the five, no, the five month bonanza, would it be? Or would it be four? I, I sorry, I can't, I can't keep them on straight. Yeah, it would be like five month bonanza of Christmas shit. Like, Christmas is up for like half a year almost in fucking Walmart. They start putting up for fucking, they start putting up, slowly putting up Christmas shit in mid-August. And Pride Month rivals that. Like, it's... It rivals Christmas. Are you fucking me right now, buddy? Are you fucking me? Good God, you fucker. I just can't. I... The logic, or the, uh, should I say the lack of logic here. It's just astounding. Like, this took one second of thinking to debunk. Like, five months versus one month. Really, this it rivals Christmas. Uh huh. You bullshit. I'm sorry, but if um, one month of the year, what, just thirty days of the year for you rivals five fucking months. Maybe that says more about how shittily you celebrate Christmas rather than Pride Month. Just saying. Maybe you should celebrate Christmas better. I don't know how what else to say to you. Um, anyway, um... <clears throat> continuing on with the article. Perkins said that Pride Month, which now rivals Christmas, is especially bad this year because we have a president that's flying the rainbow flag ab above the U.S. flag at our embassies. Oh, the horror. Um... As he said that, a picture of a flag flying at the U.S. Embassy in Seoul, South Carolina during the Trump administration showed on screen. Wow. What a self-own right there. What a self-own. We're just going to move on. I mean, it speaks for itself. He also attacked the LGBT administration for hiring too many LGBTQ people. Okay, fucker. Um, let's put a number on it. How many LGBTQ people would be acceptable for you? How many? Put, put, put a number on it. Oh yeah, we know you won't because, well... 
we we all know the answer. Um, <clears throat> and seriously, like, imagine just bitching about that LGBTQ people are being hired. Like, nothing says more about, you know, how he views LGBT people than the fact that he's bitching that we're getting hired. I don't know how on earth to view this other than that he views LGBT people as subhuman monsters who shouldn't be respected any human rights. Like, I don't know how else you're supposed to see that. The fact that he's bitching that any LGBT people are being hired. Anyway, I'll continue on with the article. Echoing every conservative Christian for the last half century, Perkins said that LGBTQ people used to want tolerance. But now we're asking for too much. They demand validation, affirmation, celebration, he said. Pride is the new religion. Everyone must bow a knee to their sexual gods or face the left's fiery furnace. Holy shit. Holy shit. Okay, wow. Um, <clears throat> what do you say to that? Um... Well, let's 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 think of it this way. Let's say this was, you know, like I don't know, maybe Reconstruction era, you know, or maybe sometime after, you know, sometime not ridiculously long after, you know, um, slavery ended. Um, and Tony Perkins was a newspaper columnist. Let's just pretend all of these things. You cannot convince me. That Tony Perkins wouldn't have been sitting there writing in that newspaper column something that goes along the lines of this. Black people. You know, they used to ask, you know, for to not be enslaved. But now, we're asking to be seen as people? What? Now, not, now we're asking to have equal rights to be able to vote and be in the same neighborhoods as white people? What? Black people being seen as humanists in a new religion. Everyone must bow a knee to our new black gods or face the less fiery furnace. Like, you cannot convince me that this fucker wouldn't have said the same thing about black people back in slavery. This is the kind of bullshit that he's saying about LGBT people. And the fact that he is very, very anti-BLM. You, you can't give it to me otherwise. I'm sorry. Just what a fucking disgusting he person Perkins is. Oh no. How dare LGBTQ people ask not only for toleration. That's too much on its own, you know. That, 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 that's fucking horrifying. But, you know, somebody be asked to be tolerated. But no, asking to be affirmed, validated, you know, because, you know, this is who they are, and they can't help it. Oh, no. How fucking horrifying. How horrifying LGBT people get hired. Just how horrendous of a society is this, that we treat people who are different than the majority with any ounce of human respect. Oh, the horror of it all. I'm certain Jesus would be against this. Okay. And also, what the fuck is this sexual god shit? 
Like, what does that even mean? Are you saying that, like, the LGBT community worships all these different gods? You know, like, we have our own religion? Because if so, I have never heard of it. I must have missed it in the meeting when I was, you know, when I got trans. Um, I missed that in my transgender orientation meeting. Um, somebody must have left out that slide. Because I was never informed of it when I got recruited into the trans cult. So, um... If somebody could fill me in on what gods I'm supposed to be worshiping, which gay gods I'm supposed to be worshiping, uh, could you like you know email me or send me a message on Twitter? Thanks. I'm apparently a part of the wrong religion by still being a Christian. Apparently, there's a queer religion um, I'm supposed to be a part of. Um. Yeah. So, <clears throat> moving right along. He accused LGBTQ people of shaking a collective fist in the face of God um, while praying because we read throughout scripture the downfall of man is pride. Ooh, burn! Burn, baby, burn! Well, back it up, everybody. Tony Perkins just exposed us. We're all burning in hell. Um... And we're bringing the, bringing the destruction of the West, you know. Destroying the family. Might as well pack it up. We've been exposed, you know. Don't want to go to hell after all, you know. So just go back to being straight and cisgender. All right, everybody. Pack it up. Come on. Let's go. Holy fuck. Um, no. Uh, we are not shaking a collective fist in the face of God. I don't even know, like, how you have to twist scripture to come up with that, it's fucking amazing. We are fucking valid. God fucking affirms us. You know, I have said this, and I'm going to say this many, 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 many times over and over again because it's fucking true. Even if there had never been sin, LGBTQ people would still exist because we are a part of God's perfect plan. He always intended for trans people to exist. God always intended for gay people to exist. There is no point in the scriptures where God condemns gay people or trans people or non-binary people or asexual people or whatever the fuck people you want to say. Whatever matter of the alpha of the LGBTQ community. Doesn't give it doesn't matter. Nothing. You know? Sorry. I hate to make it to you, but the only, here's the thing, Tony, the onus is on you to prove that God hates LGBT people. The onus is on you, because scripture doesn't say that. Scripture never at any points, point, it condemns LGBT people. So the onus is on you to prove it, Tony. You know, you're the prosecutor. I'm the defendant. LGBTQ people are the defendants. You're the prosecutor. You have to prove it. And guess what? None of you fuckers have ever proved it. We're shit. God is certainly is not convinced. If we were to, you know, it, like, seriously, if we were able to call him down and ask him, you know, he would be able to, like, directly with a physical voice speak to us. You know? You would absolutely be on my side. I hate to break it to you. And I mean it. I, I would, I fully, fully believe that. With every fiber my fucking being. I mean, I'm not joking when I say there is not a single part of me that doesn't believe that. Um, anyway, um, and also the down, you know, the downfall of man is pride. Yeah, guess what? This is a different kind of pride, fucker. 
you realize that there are several meanings to the word pride, right? This isn't something, you know, like, we're, this is not something, like, like, what you do, you know? We're not like you. Because guess what? I know of, like, the fact that you, this is what you, how you have your LGBT people, you absolutely are like, oh, thank God I'm not, no, sorry. Oh, thank God I'm straight, you know? We don't, we're, that's not what we're thinking. There's none of us who are like, oh, thank God I am a gay or trans or non-binary because I couldn't even imagine being straight or cisgender. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? That would be, like, so horrifying. Like, I am, like, so much better because, you know, I'm not straight or cisgender. But guess what? I know plenty of straight cisgender motherfuckers who absolutely, like, Oh, thank God I'm straight or in cisgender. Not like those, you know, fucking faggots over there. You know, so just saying. This is a very different... Um, we're using it in the terms of we have been oppressed for hundreds of years. We have been criminalized. And we have still survived. Now gay people have the right to get married. You know, um, LGBT people are allowed to exist. And, you know... Many of us, even though we grew up in unaccepting families, we made it out. We're still alive. You know, we haven't, you know, many of us have not, you know, haven't or won't, you know, hopefully won't commit suicide. You know, um, we survived whatever the world can give us, you know, and we're going to keep fighting on. Because guess what? We have fought hard for our rights against oppression from assholes like you. And people like you who want to strip away those rights that we have earned and are fighting to prevent us from gaining the older rights that we fully deserve as human beings. That's the pride I was talking about. Not the pride you want it to mean. You fucking, fucking disingenuous idiot. <sighs> Alright, well that's all I'm going to read at the article. Um, there's not much left in it anyway. Um, but I feel like I've kind of got it through, so... Yeah, I just had to talk about that. The evangelicals are not coping at all. Um, but yeah, so... To end out this episode... Um, I just realized I really need to bring back the good news some um, segment. And episodes of good news. I probably should get back to in the habit of doing that. But um, today we do not have that. Um, to help, uh, you know, uh, leave things on a light note... Um, so last Thursday, I promised I would kind of give a quick rundown of E3 for Microsoft and Nintendo. Um, and so I'm going to do that. I'm just going to mention, I'm not going to go down game by game. going to take too long, to be honest, I don't give a shit about most of the games. So I'm just going to mention the big games that everybody kind of kept for, had for eyes on, or the games that I am interested in. Um... Starting with Microsoft and Bethesda's E3 conference. So Starfield was what they opened the show with. Um, honestly, I didn't really care. Um, it didn't. I I never under felt got off. It could just they didn't give us an idea of what to expect. And I was really hoping for a trailer where they would kind of just give it us a idea of what we should expect from that game. And they didn't. So for me, honestly, I can't get hyped about it. Um, in my opinion, that was a fucking failure of a reveal. I want to have an idea, I, I want to have a feel for the game. It didn't do that. It just was space. Yeah, look, we already know space, but what are we doing in space and all that shit? So whatever. I um, wasn't really excited for that one. 
Um, there's a the, the Xbox Bethesda um, thing had a lot of like big games. Um, let's see, uh, Contraband, um, which I guess is ty- Project Typhoon, what has been titled uh, Project Typhoon before um, it was revealed by Avalanche Studios. Once again, can't really get excited because we don't know fucking about it other than it's open world and it's co-op um, by Avalanche Studios, the makers of the Just Cause series, which is a series I've not played any of all, so I can't really get excited for it because, well, we just don't know anything about it. Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life, which is a Pirates of the Caribbean crossover. I'm not going to lie, um, if I were ever to get into Sea of Thieves, this would be why. Um, I am a huge Pirates of the Caribbean fan. And I mean a huge Pirates of the Caribbean fan. I absolutely adore it. Like, I am doing everything I can to get my hands on just about anything Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, I'm trying to buy all the video games, the comics. Um, I have all the, all five movies on Blu-ray. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, I even wanted to try to get the cart trading card game. Like, I love Pirates of the Caribbean so much. So, like... I don't play Sea of Thieves, but like if this were to get, if I were to ever play Sea of Thieves, this would be why. Because I fucking adore Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, let's see. Um, Psychonauts 2 looked interesting, but I've never played the first one. And I would want to play the first one first, so um, maybe someday if I ever play the first one, maybe then I would try out the second one. But it did look interesting, but I'm not going to play it without playing the first one. Um, let's see. They reintroduced Halo Infinite. Looked really awesome. I cannot wait for it. I don't give a shit about the multiplayer. To be honest, I've never played a Halo multiplayer. Not really interested in it. It did look kind of fun, though. But I'm really just interested in the campaign. I am fucking pumped for it. So just give it to us already. Um, let's see. A Plague Tale Requiem was a big announcement. Personally, I don't give a shit about it. But... I know I saw a lot of people hyped up for that. Um, Slime Rancher 2. I never knew that there was a first Slime Rancher. But Slime Rancher 2 actually looked genuinely fun. Um, I honestly might have to try that game. Um, let's see. Um, Age of Empires 4. That's another big announcement for them. I don't really give a shit. I've always been... I never really cared for Rise of... For, I'm sorry, for Age of Empires. I was always a Rise of Nations scale. Um, I mean, I have played, like, the first two Age of Empires, just honestly didn't really care for them. I, I think the Rise of Nations is a hell of a lot better. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I, I so that's what I want to see come back. <clears throat> I want to see a Rise of Nations 2. I don't care about Age of Empires. Give me Rise of Nations 2, please. Um, but yeah, and there was Outer Worlds 2, which I'm fucking pumped for. I absolutely adored... Um, the first Outer Worlds, one of the first RPGs I ever played. Absolutely loved it. Um, can't wait for the second one. Um, Forza Horizon 5, for me, was the highlight of the show. I loved Forza Horizon 4. It was the first, it was the second big purchase I ever made for the Xbox One X. So I bought the Xbox One X. It would have probably been September of 2018. And I bought it for Crash Bandicoot and Sane Trilogy. Um... Uh, Crash Bandicoot is literally the only franchise I will buy a console for because I fucking love Crash Bandicoot. It is my favorite video game franchise of all time. Uh, Love the Crash games. And, you know, originally, like, 
I didn't buy it, you know, it's like, um, I, I, there were rumors really early on that it was just a one-year exclusive for the PlayStation 4, so I decided to wait off and see if that were true, and once it was announced, then I started saving up money so I could buy an Xbox One X, and then buy Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy along with it, which I did, and Forza Horizon 4 was the very first Xbox exclusive that I bought for the system, and I spent so many hours playing that game. Then I got my youngest sister to play it, and she got hooked on it. So we just spent so much time just sitting around watching each other play, discovering new things. And yeah, like, just about every game, she was better at it than I am. Because my younger sister, my youngest sister, is without a doubt the best gamer in the family. Um, so yeah, um, even better than her biggest sister. So yes, um, I fully admit, I, I get beat out by her in just about everything, so... Anyway, so yeah, fucking pump for Forza Horizon 5. Um, easily the highlight of the show and the most anticipated game in it. And then Redfall was the big game that they ended with. Um, I don't give a shit. I don't care about vampires. In fact, I actually don't like vampires at all. So I will not be playing that. I don't give a shit about it. So overall, um, I would give the showcase a C. <clears throat> Just wasn't much I really gave a shit about. Um, there wasn't nothing in it that I gave a shit about for me to you know, keep watching all the way through, but not enough for me to get truly hyped for. Um, and then, oop, what happened to, um, what happened to the Nintendo article? All right, so yeah, then there was the Nintendo Direct today, as I'm recording this, um, June 15th. Um, here was what they announced. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate new character, Kazuya Mishima. I, I probably butchered it, but I don't give a shit. Um, I don't give a fuck. Um, I love Super Smash Bros., but for picks for DLC characters, it's been fucking garbage. I honestly cannot think of a single character that I was truly excited for. Um, that they've announced outside of Myra and Pithra. That was it. That, that was the only one I gave a shit about. Um, that they added. Now, Joker and Min Min have been fun to play as, but the others, eh, not so much. Like, and just like, I don't know, like, I, none of her characters have excited me. Like, who the fuck is Sephiroth? I, like, that was like the, like, that, him and Terry, like, never heard of her names before. Like, at least the other ones, like, I at least knew existed, you know? Um, even if I didn't know her names, like, at least, you know, but... Um, okay, I didn't know Min Min. Min Min, Joker, I didn't know existed, but the other characters, like, at least heard of, you know? But, like, Min Min, Joker, Sephiroth, like, who the fuck is Terry? Like, who the fuck are these fuckers? I still have no idea what Sephiroth or Terry are from. Um, this is like, so, so, stop, stop choosing random ass, um, characters that nobody's ever heard of, dude. It's like, seriously. Um, so yeah, not excited for that. Apparently it's from Tekken. Like, who fucks, who fucking cares about Tekken? Um, they announced Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, apparently it's a video game by Square Enix. I don't give a shit. Never, I, I don't care about Guardians of the Galaxy. I've never understood how on earth anybody did care about Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I, I've never seen a Guardians of the Galaxy film, but when they were in those two Avengers movies, they, they were just like, Really? This is, like, the big hype? You know, like, people are hyped for these characters? We're not all that... We're not interesting at all. Like, what, what, I don't understand. Um, Super Monkey Mall Banana Man Mania. Maybe someday I'll buy it when I find it in a 
used game store 10 years from now for about five bucks. Um, you know, like the first two games, you know, which I played were very fun enough, you know. Even Banana Blitz, you know, I played that on my cousin's Wii. They were fun enough, you know. Um, if you have, you know, others to play them with, you know. But for not, for, for, I don't care about them that much, you know. They're just fun things every now and then to play with other people, you know, just every now and then. So maybe someday, you know, ten years from now, five bucks at a used game store. So like maybe we'll pick it up then. Uh, Mario Party Superstars, I don't give a shit about. Metroid Dread, I am honest, probably don't give a shit about. Um, I'm, I don't really care much about Metroid. Um, if I hear it's really, really good and I'm impressed by what I see in the reviews and in the gameplay, you know, and like the Let's Play videos, maybe I'll buy it then, but i am be honest, probably not. It's probably going to be another Switch exclusive I skip out on. Um, but, um, yeah. Let's see, um, WarioWare, get it together. Um, you know, maybe someday if I could find it for about 20 bucks, you know, somewhere, probably used, uh, maybe I'd pick it up, but I'm not paying anywhere close to full price for that. Um, let's see, Mario and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. Don't care at all. Um, so a lot of people hyped for Advance Wars 1 and 2. I don't care one bit. Don't know anything about those games. I don't care. Um, let's see. And then, of course, there was a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel, which fucking pumped for. I absolutely adored the first Breath of the Wild. Um, one of my favorite games of all time. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's profoundly not one of my favorites of all time. Put over 100 hours into that game. I still can't beat the final boss. I've taken on Calamity Ganon eight fucking times. Still can't even get past the first phase. And then my little sister beat him in one shot. Just, she, she fought against him once, beat him in one try. How? I don't understand. Then, like... All these fuckers are like, oh my god, Calamity Ganon was so easy. He's like, what were you playing? I've been playing this fucker eight times and I still can't beat him. I I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand how on earth anybody found that game to be easy. That game was making me fucking sweat. It was so fucking hard. But still, I, I, I adore that game knowing that I would probably never be able to beat that game. Um... So yeah, I am fucking pumped for Breath of the Wild too. So um, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't give a shit about. I did not care for anything that they really showed in the E3, um, Nintendo's E3. So for me, it was a complete bust. Because um, normally, at least there's one thing that gets me really pumped and excited for one big announcement. Like Breath of the Wild two was already announced, you know. Um, so like, it wasn't really much of an announcement. It was basically just to say. Hey, it's still in development. You know, that's really all it was. Like, hey, don't worry. We're still doing this. Uh, it's been two years, so it might as well, you know, just let you know that you haven't forgotten about it. Um, yeah, honestly, there's just nothing to get excited for in it. So I am honestly going to give it a D. D minus. D minus. And the only reason I'm giving it a D minus is because of uh, Breath of the Wild. If it wasn't for that, I would give it an F. It was pretty bad. I went all 40 of those minutes back. Um, I honestly felt like I was wasting my time watching that. There was just nothing interesting. 
and uh, fucking E3, so. Anywho, um, yeah, that's going to be everything for today's episode. Thank you all for listening, and I hope that you all have a wonderful day. Peace.